You're listening to the Spread the Word 2017 London Short Story Prize podcast, produced by MA Publishing students at London College of Communication. Mark Fikri spoke to Maria Thomas, whose story Dead Yard was the 2017 competition winner. She told him how she feels about living in London. I first moved to London when I was 18 to go to university, and I've sort of been in and out of London ever since, really. Um, in between sort of fairly long stints in the United States. So yeah, it's been it's been a fair few years now. Um, it's a bit of a love-hate relationship, me in London. <laughs> but I'm still here, still surviving here. So congratulations on winning the London Short Story Prize again. Thank you. How has that experience been for you? Um, a little surreal. Obviously, you submit stories all the time and um, you hope for the best, but you never really have any expectation that you'll be successful. Um, so it was really wonderful to get the phone call from Spread the Word. I had to sit down because <laughs> um, I don't think I've ever won anything like this before, which is so it was really nice and really important to me that it was the London short story prize too. Um, spent a, a lot of time out of the country, um, so it's really nice to be home and um, to feel like London is sort of appreciative of, <laughs> of what I'm working on. That was, it was lovely. So Maria, it would be very nice if you could give us an extract of Dead Yard. Stumpy, Asian, quite possibly a lesbian, leading the latest conga line through the front door is a woman carrying a small folding table. She lumbers past Shelley and sets the table up at the end of the hallway, right under the stairs, in the L-shaped space of no fixed purpose where not even twenty-four hours ago Shelley's father passed in a rented hospital bed. Of that event, only a bare drip-stand remains, looking like a crucifix missing Christ. The woman is wearing waterproof trousers that rustle as she moves. Is it raining outside? She is wearing busted Doc Martens, a classic type, the stitching along the seams is no longer yellow. Who the fuck is she? The others in the procession are as expected. Black, male, expatriates from a litany of Saints Island parishes. They all wear their dirty shoes too, never mind that the removal of shoes is a strict rule in this house, with exceptions made only for the white Macmillan UK cancer nurses who are, were, welcomed as archangels unimpeachably clean of foot. The men are all very black, but not very old. Old enough, though, just like Shelley's father turned out to be. Shelley hears someone back in the kitchen say, There but for the grace of God, and then a few other people say, Amen. The men pool around the Asian lesbian and her folding table, place bottles and six-packs on every surface but the table, and, like circus magicians, produce reams of those red plastic cups, the ones from American college films the ones that signal a mighty good time is about to be had by all. If you were a character in Dead Yard, though, <laughs> okay. what would your role be? My role would be somebody cleaning up. <laughs> I imagine I would be the cousin, the distant cousin who had come and was being driven crazy by the amount of empty beer bottles and... <laughs> cigarette butts all over the place I think I would probably be tidying up after everybody um, yeah and probably doing the washing up at, <laughs> at some point um, but I think I, I feel like I would be a background character um, strangely perhaps because I'm even 
even in my own experience, my own personal experience of Nine Night of this particular tradition, um, I sort of felt very much like an observer rather than a participant. That's probably where the story came from. I was watching. Um, and I guess that's what writers do. <laughs> yeah, so I'd be in the background, in the corner. <laughs> do you um, plan to adapt Dead Yard into a novel? Yeah, that's a good question. At some point, maybe in the future, but I felt like it needed to be a short story. You know, so some things come to you um, and you start writing, you think they're going to be a short story. And you start writing and you realise, ooh, actually, nope, this wants to be a lot bigger than it is. But with Dead Round, it came pretty much whole. I wrote the story in a day, in one sitting, pretty much. It went through revision after that but the first draft happened in a day so I think it just wanted to be what it what it was could you tell us a little bit about the novel you're working on um yeah it's I'm working still working on the first draft um hoping to have it finished relatively soon it's big <laughs> it's big and ambitious and probably a ginormous mistake <laughs> um but it's about female sex tourism in the Caribbean and it sort of centers around a relationship between a female uh, sex tourist and her um, sex worker that she has hired on a fictional island. And without giving too much away, there's an incident that occurs and this sort of cracks open a lot of Issues with the island, issues to do with labour and leisure and where those things intersect and the, the, the problems that, that come out of those things to do with the history of the island. Um, and it's all narrated from the point of view of the island itself. Um, so a slightly different choice there for a narrator which has been a challenge, but an enjoyable one. But the island is a very uh, boisterous narrator, opinionated, and is able to do some quite wonderful sort of leaps into the minds of the characters that inhabit the space. So it's, yeah, it's it's been fun and also terrible. <laughs> it's a journey, difficult. <laughs> I accept myself a challenge and I just I just hope I've met it. So when you think back to the challenges you've had as a writer, mm. is there anything that you would want to tell to your younger writing self? I suppose, actually, if I were to give my younger self some advice, it would be not to rush and to enjoy those problems that come up in the work, to enjoy puzzling them out, to enjoy that particular journey, because... As soon as you start achieving some success, then other people's expectations are filtered into your thought processes and, you know, whether or not you're going to get the next thing published, um, whether or not you're ever going to win another award, for example, or, you know, if anyone's ever going to want to read anything you do ever again. And I think you can get really distracted by that. So I think there's no rush. There's no date by which it all has to be sewn up and understood and mm -hmm. <laughs> and achieved it's a constant process of learning things so just take your time well maria thank you very much thank you it's been a pleasure to talk with you today yeah it's been great i've really enjoyed it thank you and i wish you the best of luck in the future